You're listening to Acoustic Sunset, a weekly podcast bringing you live music, storytelling, and street-side interviews, all brought to you by Putnam's Pub and Cooker at 419 Myrtle Avenue in Clinton Hill. I'm your host, Carl Banks, and each week we bring you some music. Uh, this week, I'm flying solo on this one, and this is the Wayfaring Stranger edition. So please sit back and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome, episode number 21. All right, thanks for tuning in. Uh, New listeners, welcome. This is the Acoustic Sunset. Um, Generally, what we do is this podcast is centered around a live performance that we do at Putnam's Pub in Clinton Hill, Brooklyn. Um, Last week, uh, we didn't have a show. There was a private party, so we canceled the show. So this week, uh, we're doing uh, something a little special. We're calling this the Wayfaring Stranger Edition. And um, I'm flying solo on this one. Uh, So what I'm going to do is we're going to play... I'm going to play the Wayfaring Stranger. That'll be the live music. And then um, I'm going to tell you a little tale. Uh, Heads up on the story that I'm going to tell that is not for the faint of heart... Um, like any good traveling story, it involves uh, a little bit of um, feces and and maybe some vomit too. So uh, just heads up, if you got a weak stomach, maybe I'll catch you next week. If you want to hear a real funny story, uh, stay tuned. But uh, before we get to uh, The Wayfaring Stranger, I have a couple things that I just want to plug. Um, certainly Putnam's Acoustic Sunset. We do it every Sunday at 8 p.m. You know, we canceled last week, but it's pretty few, very few and far between that we'll ever cancel the show. So uh, come to Putnam's, 8 p.m. on Sundays. Um, I also wanted to let you know that tomorrow, um, about a year ago, um, no less than a year ago, last summer, I went. In, I was uh, in St. Louis doing some shows, and I recorded um, some videos for this um, online, um, it's like a music television show, or music TV show, or show, or whatever you want to call, uh, call it. Anyway, it's called The Loft sessions and it's in this artist loft uh in st louis and i have some friends that uh, they just record some really great um traveling bands and mostly st louis bands and they put up videos of um, them performing and tomorrow is the um i'm a huge cardinals fan maybe if you listened before you might know that um tomorrow is opening day in st louis so they're going to put up a video of me playing um my rapping on some st louis cardinal baseball blues song um, so go over and check it out if you can. I would love to get some views on the video. And in addition, um, I check out the other bands because um, Hazard to Your Booty has a has a video up there. Who Paul you, didn't you play? Yeah, yeah. Paul played sax in the in that band. And um, Ryan Stewart is the um, lead singer of the band. He, I went to high school with him. Anyway, there and a bunch of other friends have videos up there. So go check it out. The Loft Sessions. Um, but my video will be up tomorrow, so check that out. And the big thing that I want to plug, uh, I just booked this show uh, May 17th at midnight. It's in the middle of the week, but I really need some people to come out. May 17th, um, I'm playing at Rockwood Music Hall in Manhattan, in the Lower East Side. And that's a big show, and that's a big venue. And if you're listening to this, please, please, please come. I need you there. Uh, and I'll be doing all original stuff. Um, like I said, Putnam's, I play original songs, but I also do a lot of covers because it's a bar gig. This will be all original, all, you know, a lot of storytelling and, and the stuff that I really like. So May 17th, uh, Rockwood Music Hall, uh, please come out. So the Wayfaring Stranger edition of the podcast, this is... I picked this song because it's an old folk tune, and um, 
I love it. It's one of the very first songs that um, that I ever heard. My dad used to play it, and um, there's many, many different versions of it. And it's just about you know the the traveling stranger and everything. So um, I um, have been playing it for for a couple years now, several years. I learned the harmonica portion of it and stuff. So uh, what I thought I would do is is play it for you guys and then tell you a tale about um, you know my. Uh, version of traveling and being the wayfaring stranger in a, in a foreign city.
Okay, this is the tale of Carl's Wayfaring Stranger story. Um, I went and saw Andrew Bird at Terminal 5 on Friday, and man, it was amazing. Seriously, I like this sound made me, maybe make me sound like a baby. I cried for like the last five songs because of, you know, my own shit that's going on. Um, but it was just that like it really made me emote, and it was a really beautiful show. But the reason I bring it up, one, to just tell you that I saw the show and it was really good. Two, the versatility was incredible. You know, he's sort of like Americana, a little bit of folk, but definitely a lot of like rock and roll in there and indie rock and prog rock or whatever you want to call it. Just a unique voice to to himself. So that, that show kind of made me think of telling this story and um, versatility because I like to uh, consider myself pretty versatile in music, like I can kind of fit in in a lot of places. And this story kind of talks about that a little bit. So uh, this goes back a couple years when I was out on the road and I did an album. You can find it on soundcloud.com backslash Carl M. Banks. Um, Paul recorded the album. Anyway, I did a Kickstarter. Um, this is another long story, but I was going to rent a car and I'm not being able to rent a car. I borrowed I rented the car from my cousin, Matt and Melissa Warhatch. They let me borrow their um, Subaru Outback. Um, and I paid them what I was going to pay the car rental company to do it. And um, it was nice. It's Subaru. You can sleep in the back if I needed to. And I could put my whole PA in the back. It was just, it was, it was perfect for what I was doing. So I traveled all down the East Coast. I went to uh, Raleigh and stayed with my friend Steve, and he took me to this place, Bojangles. I had never been to a Bojangles before, but I had been singing the Jerry Jeff Walker song, Mr. Bojangles, for my whole fucking life. So I ate uh, an egg and cheese biscuit there. I think it's a chicken and biscuit place. If you're from the South, you probably know the place. And it was really good. And then uh, went on my way, played a couple other shows around. I went down to Atlanta, and I played at Smith's Old Bar in Atlanta. And if you've ever listened to this podcast, you know that most of the stories that I tell are pretty much about drinking a lot and uh, name-dropping people, and that's what this story is going to be about, too. So I play at uh, Smith's Old Bar, and I'm playing in this. There's a room upstairs that's like kind of the bigger room, and then there's a room downstairs that is where I was playing. And I was scheduled to play with this band that was um, like local guys, early 20s, and they were going to have a big crowd, so it's it kind of nice. And then like last minute, they put this other guy on uh, the show, uh, Craig Wayne Boyd, and he was going to open the show, but he had a full band. I was playing solo. I thought it would have been weird to go full band, solo act, another full band. So we switched and I started the show. Now, uh, it was a really cool show and people, like it was kind of slow when I first started playing, but uh, both Craig Wayne Boyd and the other band, I can't, I'm drawing a blank on their their band name, but they were really good players. Um, they had a lot of people coming. So like it was filling up as I'm playing. Now, what's interesting about Craig Wayne Boyd is that this guy just won The Voice um, the last season or maybe a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, something like that. But he is traditional, not traditional, he is pop country, like very much country music, you know? And uh, so I'm I'm sitting there and I get, go out there and I, I start my set and I'm rocking out, you know, doing my thing. And I can see he is in the back uh, listening to... To my set, you know, I can see he's like intense listening. And then after I finish my set, I kind of walk off, and uh, he comes over and he, you know, was like, "Man, that was a really good job." And also, he tells me he's like, "Man, I brought my whole band in into the back of the room to make to listen to you play because, um, you know, you were just up there with so much 
fire and energy because I was real excited to be playing the gig, you know, and uh, and I just really appreciated that. And we like hung out. He had a van. He had this like sweet van with, with like some bunk beds in it and shit. And we like went out there and drank Fireball in his van. And then like it, it was it was cool. They were like it was not like a Subaru with a sleeping bag which is what I was rocking. <laughs> we drank a ton of Fireball. Actually, I think that was the first time I ever had Fireball. And we drank a bunch of it. And the other band, they played. I played a little harmonica with them. And then the other band played. And we hung out at the bar all night. And then, um, the funny aside, I left my, my guitar was in the green room. His road manager put my guitar into his, their trailer. So I got back into the green room. My guitar is gone. I'm like drunk and mad i'm like why are this you gotta be kidding me somebody stole my guitar and it turns out it was just in their in their trailer so uh i got my guitar back no worries <laughs> anyway meet craig wayne boyd the point is that he was a pop country act and he's a very good player but i fit in pretty well with that and so then uh the next night i drive um through the night to uh jacksonville florida that was my next gig now, I go from playing with this pop country guy to this is a venue that is a DIY punk venue. So, I just speaking about versatility, it was just cool because I fit in with the pop country guy and now I'm going to a punk bar and um, I, I fit in there too. And it was just, it was kind of cool. It made, me, it made me feel good and feel like I'm, I'm um, doing my thing and doing it right, you know, versatility. So, anyway, I'm driving to Jacksonville, Florida and I pass another... Bojangles. And when you're out on the road and it's just like fast food, fast food, fast food, you know, it's like, I don't know, I'm a chubby kid. So I like, I like want to eat all the time. So eventually the urge to get more Bojangles uh, comes over me and I pull over someplace in Georgia and I get um, a ch uh, egg and cheese biscuit from Bojangles and some fries. Now I know as I'm eating the fries, I'm like, hmm, these taste a little funky. Like maybe they were cooked in some like funky oil or something. I don't know. Either way, I ate them, and luckily, they, they put a bunch of napkins in there, which I'll tell you about in a second, was a fairly important thing. So, I drive to the Borough Bar, and I'm driving, uh, that's where I'm playing in Jacksonville. I'm cruising along, cruising along, I get to the bar. Now, this is, like I said, this is a DIY, um, it's like a, a legit bar, but they, they have a lot of um, punk bands that come through, and a cool, what's cool about a lot of those places is that they'll, like, They'll put you up if you need to for the night, and that was true for this place. They have a cot in the back room. If you need to sleep there, you can sleep there. So I get to the Burrow Bar, and um, I get I go up, and it's like uh, you know they'll give you two drinks or whatever. And um, the bartender's like, "Is it just you tonight playing for your bit?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm playing solo." And she's like, "Oh, well then, don't worry about drink tickets. You can just have as much as you want, you know." And I'm like. Yes, I'm gonna drink a million beers, you know. And so uh, I, I'm drinking like my first beer, and I start to get like a little achy, you know. I feel and if, I feel like I had uh, I get this feeling sometimes if you like don't eat all day and then start drinking and it like it just you feel a little icky, you know. And that's kind of how I felt during that first beer, and I was like, oh, this isn't this isn't really doing it for me. So anyway, uh, time comes for the gig. I got a 90 minute set. I go up and I'm playing my set. I'm doing it and uh, not a lot of people there, but there's some people there, some punk rockers and they're digging it and we're having a good time. And then like, I don't know, three quarters of the way through the set, uh, one of those things happen where it just feels like a brick falls in your stomach and it's just like, Poof, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have diarrhea on stage, which I didn't, but I, I, I mean, it was like my stomach was 
aching and cramping and like clenching up and stuff and it was really brutal so i finished my set i do my full set put my guitar down and i like sprint to the bathroom and i um have a little bit of um do the number two in the bathroom that's fine and so i go back out and i try to get another beer and then i'm like oh my god i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna vomit so i go outside and i like puke on the sidewalk and then i'm like oh fuck man, I'm sick. Now the thing is that I don't mind sleeping in a car. I don't mind sleeping anywhere. I don't mind sleeping in the cot in the back of the bar. But it had never crossed my mind that I might get food poisoning out on the road as I'm sleeping in this car. It's just like I didn't even think that that was possible. So I go back in, I get my my shit, my guitar and my gig bag and everything and I go out and I make my little bed in the Subaru and I'm just like, I'm, I gotta sleep this off, you know. So I <laughs> I lay in my sleeping bag and I go to sleep. I sleep for like maybe 25 minutes, maybe an hour or something like that. And then I wake up and it's like, I am going to poop in about 10 seconds. So I jump out of the uh, sleeping bag, jump out of the car, and there's there were Jersey license plates on the car because my cousin lives in Jersey. So there's this homeless man. He just kind of like walks up to me and he's like, hey man, you from Jersey? And I'm just like, go the fuck away. I just scream at him because... Uh, I just, I like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. You know what I mean? So anyway, he's like, gosh, you know, people from Jersey are assholes. And he just kind of wanders down. And like, I'm, I have like the cold sweats and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And so I'm like, I just, I got to do it right here. So this is what I do. This is my plan. <laughs> my feet are in the Subaru. My pants are <laughs> at my ankles. And I'm holding on to like the side of the door when my and my butt is hanging out of the car. <laughs> and um, I just proceed to have diarrhea on the <laughs> sidewalk. And it like, I'm not even kidding you, it like, it like shoots out of me. It was like under a lot of pressure, like, like 10 feet out or, <laughs> or something like that. And I always like, I always felt like whenever I went on the toilet that it was under a lot, like a lot of pressure. And it, it like, it really was. So, so again, uh, Bojangles had packed, you know, Fuck Bojangles for doing this to me because I'm positive that that is what gave me this food poisoning. But kudos, they did give me extra napkins. So I was lucky enough to like clean myself up. But this happens like five times throughout the night. And like I said, I had a couple beers and I'm like real paranoid about drinking and driving um, for other reasons. But uh, so I didn't want to drive and I, I didn't have the money to get a hotel. I didn't know what to do. So I'm just like fucking agonizing in this Subaru and everyone's while I have to get up I would like go and like throw up and then get back in the car and then go and poop on the side of the road and then get back in the car and this happens like five times throughout the night until about five in the morning when I wake up and I'm finally feeling okay now the, the funny thing is that Burrow Bar is in like downtown Jacksonville and there's not much going on there at night so that's I didn't I couldn't go into anywhere and use their bathroom because nothing's open except for the Burrow Bar and I didn't feel really comfortable going back into the place that I just played and you know doing that so anyway uh I can't help but think that there's probably all sorts of like finance buildings and people like that work there in the morning you know and somebody had to be like walking down the sidewalk being like what the fuck happened here last night it looks like fucking the beaches of Normandy or something so um anyway I, I like wake up in the morning and I'm feeling like Oh, just exhausted, you know, it was like a crazy hard night, you know, and so I get in the driver's seat and I drive over to the beach and I just like go and lay in the water and like clean my, just like, you know, let it all just wash 
out of me, you know, it was like just a crazy, <laughs> crazy night. And then uh, back in the car and drove to uh, St. Augustine, I think, and played played my gig the next night. But, uh, you know, that's what it's like being out on the road. There's like this moment right before you go into, when you're sitting outside of a, of a, of a club or a bar or a venue that you've never been to before and you're going to play there that night. And it happens all the time. It happened to me the other night when I was playing in Cobble Hill here in Brooklyn. And you just, like, I always just stand there. It's one of my favorite moments because you just, you don't know how the night's going to go. You just never know. And you don't know what it's like inside of there. You don't know where the road's going to take you. But it's like there's excitement and there's nervousness and everything. And I certainly, standing outside of the Borough Bar, did not think uh, it was going to be ending up that way. But, you know, <laughs> it did. So uh, <laughs> that's just my little tale of uh, of the wayfaring stranger. Uh, I can't. Every time I, I've told this story a few times, and I'm sorry, it's kind of a gross story, but I always think about that homeless guy, and I wonder if he's still wandering the streets of, of Jacksonville thinking like, fuck Jersey people, <laughs> you know? That guy was an asshole. And I'm like, yeah, little did you know, I had a painful asshole <laughs> that night. Um, anyway, uh, I hope you found a little bit of hu <laughs> humor in that story, because, uh, and I hope it wasn't too gross for you, but... It's the truth, and I'm here to tell you about the, it's a little bit of my truth, you know. So, um, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm going to be signing off here. Again, I want to re uh, uh, reiterate that May 17th, I'll be playing at Rockwood Music Hall in the Lower East Side in Manhattan. May 17th, midnight. Please, come on out. And, um, yeah, tomorrow, check out the Loft Sessions. Uh, my video will be up online. So, this is Carl Banks signing out. Thanks to everybody for listening. Peace, love and rock and roll.